0: One small crack does not mean that you're broken. It means that you were put to the test and you didn't fall apart. Mental health isn't really talked about in our country. More often than not, we tend to bottle up our feelings to the point that it becomes exhausting. While everyone dealt with the lockdown in one way or the other, most of us were thrown involuntarily into a self-introspection cabin. Being confined to one place does take a toll on people. Some people were able to find creative ways to get out of that slump while some succumbed to it. But there were some people out there who were offering professional help to people through very, very creative ways. One such personality is Shivangi Laklani, the founder of her movement. Shivangi is a social entrepreneur who is passionate about arts, mental health, and everything in between. She has received training and certifications in contemporary dance and movement arts and expressive arts therapy. So let's talk to Shivangi herself and learn more about her movement and what it stands for. Hi, Shivangi. Welcome to Wana Talks. We're really, really glad to have someone like you over here, you know, because mental health is something that is very less talked about in India. And we're really glad that we could have this conversation with someone like you.
1: Thank you, Manasa. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, It's my pleasure that I can do my part here. And uh, yeah, really excited about this conversation.
0: Okay, great. So Shivangi, uh, the first question that I'd like to ask you is, uh, what is her movement and what, what's the idea about?
1: Um, so in 2017, I, mm-hmm. was, stud- uh, I was studying uh, a certification course in expressive arts therapy in Bangalore okay. at an institution called Studio for Movement Art and Therapies. Mm-hmm. Um so during that course of uh one year course of expressive arts therapy uh we had a mandatory um documentation of our of our aesthetic responses to the process of going through therapy and also experiencing it as facilitators mm-hmm. so um to document those experiences with arts and with movement and um every other creation that we made in that entire year, I started an Instagram page called Her Movement. Okay. Um, so the idea initially began as a documentation page, which slowly, mm-hmm. I think by the end of the year, when I was involved with the process, so personally, I um, could relate to the therapeutic aspect of it more than ever. And uh, I decided to slowly shift the um, motive of the page from just documentation to raising awareness about mental health, which is mm-hmm. now um, um, very, very um, interestingly moved into a space of an organization. yeah, um so here we work with uh, mental health wellness in a very holistic um, we we approach it in a very holistic manner, mm-hmm. uh, where we use expressive arts therapy with individuals and groups. And okay. uh, we use movement and performing arts and alternative healing therapies. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that's, I think it was, it was a very, it was a journey in its, of its own. So um, here we are right now as an organization offering mental health uh, wellness services to individuals and groups.
0: Okay, so I'm aware that uh, her movement was uh, able to impact significantly during the pandemic and uh, you were able to bring out significant change in a lot of people's lives during the pandemic right so uh, you know being so closely related to mental health and having interacted with so many individuals during this time uh, what do you think is the biggest issue that people have faced during this pandemic?
1: Um. So I think as an emerging organization I wouldn't um necessarily, I mean I wouldn't be able to personally say a significant impact, but definitely uh, <laughs> I think the whole pandemic really uh, got me and my colleagues really charged up because mm-hmm. we realized that there could be um, you know the whole um idea of lockdown was something that um scared uh, definitely scared me and I yeah. felt that you know if um, if there's any way that I could help through this organization um, Me and my colleagues came up with a couple of um, projects that we held online, mostly on uh, Instagram handles, on uh, WhatsApp, open groups for people to share and create their own artwork and interact and make it therapeutic for themselves from their own space. Mm -hmm. So um, in those interactions, I think uh, some of the things that I came across as a concern during the pandemic were A, isolation. Um, yeah. The lockdown and the isolation, and uh, to the uncertainty of the entire situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, personally, for me, and for some, some of my, uh, some, some of my friends and family that I have had a interaction about this as well. Even physical touch has been uh, a point of concern where. We haven't really realized how important physical touch had been had been playing, you know, as as an important role in our lives all this while. But now suddenly having to be mindful about even just shaking hands or giving a simple hug to your friend or you know Mm -hmm. cuddling with your mother or your partner, whoever. So I think that became uh, I think that also contributed to the idea of uh, feeling uh, stressed during an isolation.
0: Right. So uh, I think uh, apart from that, uh, I can, I can surely say that uh, people were, uh, you know, they were isolated. So they could actually spend time with themselves. Like I personally, when, when I say that uh, it has been a transformative journey, I'm not even kidding. Right. Because mm-hmm. the, the person that I was some time back wouldn't have been possible had had I not been isolated and uh, would have been okay with whatever was happening and what whatever thought process I was going through, right? right. So sure. uh, having personal breakthroughs is something that might also, uh, also would have happened, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, as you said, I think mm-hmm. I personally believe that um, the pandemic and the lockdown has really, um, in a way, forced us to Um, sit with ourselves and by that I just don't mean physically but to emotionally and mentally spend more time with ourselves to see um, where we are at and uh, also address our needs and also address the lack of uh, the needs that we require at this point of time so definitely Mm -hmm. there have been uh, uh, there have been breakthrough moments there have been uh, uh, you know you know, we call it like the eureka moment where we're like, aha, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so I think I think a lot of that has also definitely happened in the process, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, like for the better or the worse, it has happened. So
0: definitely, yeah. So since you mentioned the uh, kind of different projects and workshops that uh, her movement uh, had, uh, did. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to ask you, uh, you know, one of those, uh, one memory that would have stuck by you during any of those sessions or workshops.
1: Um, I think one of, I think uh, right now, being on this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. on you know, with, with Vana Talks, I think that's definitely one of the, personally for me, uh, one of the major highlights. Oh, um, I'm
0: really glad to hear that.
1: Definitely. And uh, professionally speaking, uh I think, so we had a open WhatsApp group for one of the projects that we had, uh, Mm -hmm. where we encouraged people to create, we gave them like prompts and leads uh, to create their own artwork or, you know, one task a day. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was very interesting and heartwarming for me to uh, receive um, messages and, um, uh, you know, Artwork from people that I have never met in my life, I've never met these people in my life, and mm-hmm. uh, it was very interesting to see how their um they resonated with their artwork yeah and how stress relieving it was for them and how they were actually able to convey that in front of a group of strangers. I think that was one of the most um the memory that memory is something that really stuck by me because a lot of people turned up and said, You know what we haven't interacted with art in like almost 15 to 20 years, and now coming mm-hmm. back to it at a time like this has just been yeah. a a very transforming experience. So I think that's something that stuck by me.
0: That's really beautiful, Shivangi. In fact, I uh, reconnected with art uh, to, to the point that right now I'm doing a creative job. So mm-hmm. it, it all worked out for me right and i think a no. lot of people uh, i think art brings everyone together right it's it's highly subjective but still it 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 binds us together
1: sure yeah definitely i think um, i personally believe art is like art is a natural part of everyone yeah. um you know as kids we we never really judged our own artwork we just you know we just take a crayon and we scribble all over the place and we're yet you know it's it's a form mm-hmm. of a release in yeah. some way or the other right i think totally. when we start growing up we start judging the quality somehow at some point mm-hmm. um i think to leave that judgment outside the space and again even at any age to interact with any form of art for that matter be yeah. it movement be it singing be it music i think it really is therapeutic in its own way like it doesn't even need words like you know you don't need words to uh, process that kind of an artwork
0: Definitely. In fact, I have a memory when uh, I I probably was in class 6 or 7 when Mm -hmm. we went for, uh, uh, you know, helping these uh, homeless kids out to uh, give them food and uh, spend time with them. And uh, I remember having my arts teacher uh, Uh give out sheets so that uh, they could draw. uh, She gave them crayons and uh, acrylic colors, watercolors, and they painted. Uh, and it flowed through right and uh, yeah. if if you look at it those, those pictures weren't the best of artwork uh, to, to put it mildly uh, mm-hmm. and, and I raised my concern that ma'am will you take it back uh, I don't think these are really good uh, to this day it, it still imprinted in my head what she said she said that mm-hmm. uh, you might not think this is art but for me this is a masterpiece and That's so that is yeah, that that has stuck by me forever. Uh, you know, this uh, this whole talk changed something in me. That art is subjective and art is something uh, that exactly. it connects you with someone, right? Definitely. So,
1: like, yeah, there is there is no right or wrong with art. Definitely. And I think yeah. to bring that in a therapeutic space, uh, mm-hmm. interacting with it there, I think that just makes the process um, even more. Like, I think for me, it makes it more authentic.
0: Completely. Completely. I agree 100%. So, you know, I uh, I also had this nagging question that, uh, you know, keeps, uh, like, it, it keeps hitting me, right? Mm-hmm. I really wanted to ask that how are professionals like you able to cope with your mental health when, when uh, you know, you keep seeing so many problems around you, uh, projecting, being projected towards you from other people? Mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doctors can uh, can take physical precautions uh, in, in case they do not want to get affected, right? But mm-hmm. uh, the mind is a little tricky. So, how does one do that? How does a professional do that?
1: Um, so, I think uh, just as uh, the doctors have their own prescription of medications and, uh, you know, they have, um, sometimes they need to see other doctors, I think uh, the same mm-hmm. Rule applies for mental health professionals as well. I think okay. it is, uh, I think, in an ethical practice, it is mandatory that a mental health professional of any sorts um, have their own personal therapist as well. And uh, I think that really helps process, and for me especially, I think that really helps me process my own emotions and uh, ground myself for my mm-hmm. clients as well when I'm working with groups or individuals. And uh, yeah, I it's uh, it's impossible as humans to not be um nobody nobody is immune no matter what profession you come from nobody is immune yeah. to anybody else's emotions when they're exposed to it right mm-hmm. so um yeah for me pretty much it has been staying in touch uh, you know with my art my yeah. uh, my my, uh, my personal therapist and uh, also uh, grounding practices like meditation and um uh, reiki healing and things like that yeah
0: okay so from from my perspective the way i see it therapists also have therapists yes the, uh, that is yes. there because uh, everyone needs someone to vent
1: exactly. and i think everybody everybody needs help everybody could use help everybody could use a space that is mm-hmm. just for themselves you know and i think yeah, that's very yeah. important and uh, yeah these are important questions that we should all ask our therapists also i think
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean, next time I go to my therapist, I'll, I'll ask them how they are. <laughs>
1: because, yeah. Every, <laughs> yeah. Everybody I, says,
0: not... everybody says who's a therapist, but no one asks how's a therapist.
1: But that's true. But I think <laughs> yeah. ideally, professionally, I don't think your therapist is going to know much know. about yeah. that either. Just, just for the sake but, of it. But uh, definitely to ask if they're yeah. in therapy, I think that's, that's a place to start. Mm-hmm
0: amazing that uh that sounds good yeah so uh shevangi this has been a really amazing con- conversation and uh, uh you know i hate to say this but uh, we'll probably have to uh, let you go but before that uh, we have this segment vana pops okay and uh as as funny as it may sound it's, it's just a general advice to the public and, uh, you know, something that you've lived by all your life.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: what is that one Vana pop that you'd like to give before you leave us?
1: Um, actually, there's two now that I think of it. Because um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, one, something that I've uh, lived by throughout my life is mm-hmm. um, art can heal things that words can't. Okay. And uh, the other thing that I've learned very recently is that mental health, uh, we need to pay attention to our mental health. And as much as we do with our physical health, mm-hmm. uh, because the symptoms may not always be as obvious as physical uh, health problems.
0: Yeah. That is that is really insightful, Shivangi. I'm, I'm really uh, glad that we could have this talk. And, uh, you know, Thank you so much for doing this. It was really amazing, right? Thank I, I you, wish, thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I wish you and her movement all the success going forward. You know, and I, I hope you continue to uh, continue to do the good work that you've been doing.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, Manaswa. It really means a lot. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for doing this, and uh, thank you so much for being on Vana Talks. Have a good one.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: You don't have to be positive all the time. It's perfectly okay to feel sad, angry, annoyed, frustrated, scared, and anxious. Having feelings doesn't make you a negative person, it makes you human. So when you come across these emotions, don't hold back, feel them. And if you feel you really need someone to listen to you, reach out. It's okay to not feel okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to feel like you need someone. We all do. Healing takes a lot of time. And asking for help is a courageous step. More often than not, it is the deepest pain which empowers you to grow into your highest self. This is your host, Manaswar, and you're listening to Vana Talks, powered by Vana Safety.